Welcome to the weekly podcast of Crew in Southeast Ohio. I'm Chad Helmer, and I'll be your host. Thanks for tuning in. And I want you to know that this podcast is produced by Crew. Crew is a caring community passionate about connecting people to Jesus Christ. And all across the college campuses of Southeast Ohio, God is changing students' lives. And this podcast is dedicated to hearing how a relationship with God has turned a student's life around 180 degrees. It's what we call a 180 story. And today we're excited to have the opportunity to hear the 180 story of Aiden Wolf. So Aiden, welcome to the show. Hey, Chad, how's it going? It's going great. Good to see you. Thanks for being with us. Um, Aiden and I were just sharing stories about how uh, we're both fairly tired and didn't get very much sleep. And so I'm sipping on some coffee and um, just catching up on our Wednesday afternoon here. Um, but Aiden, tell us a little bit about yourself. Where are you from? Where's home? Yeah, so I, I grew up in the um, in the small town of uh, Logan, Ohio. Um, and if you don't know where that is, it's it's literally you get on the highway towards Columbus. You go about 30 minutes and it's right there. Okay. Good old Logan, Ohio. And so, um, so grew up in Logan. Was that Logan high school then? Um, I was actually homeschooled all the way through homeschooled. Okay. Awesome. Yeah. Okay. That's yeah. great. Uh, you're not the first person on the podcast to have been homeschooled all the way through. So that's great. Yeah. Um, and, um, so tell me what, where are you studying? What are you studying? What's your major? All of that. Yeah. So I started in uh, Lancaster at the Lancaster campus and mm-hmm. um, now I'm taking some classes at the main campus. So I'm, kind of, I guess, going to both. Okay. <laughs> um, my, um, my major is specialized studies with a um, focus on faith and media. Um, and so I'm hoping to possibly get into the worship arts, um, like just the worship arts work, workforce or whatever you call yep. it, ministry work. And so, um, yeah, that's what I'm hoping to do after I graduate. That's great. So do you think, is that, um, uh, that, that tells me there's a chance you have some musical talent. Is that true? Yes. Yes, that is okay. true. I play, I play guitar. I play a little bit of drums. I play a little bit of piano, and I can play a little bit of bass. So kind oh my of all, goodness. all around. Uh, yeah, I'd love to have just one of those skills. <laughs> I have I have no musical skills whatsoever. So okay, that's great. So so Ohio University students sometime at uh, the Lancaster location, sometime uh, in the Athens location. Now a little bit of both of those. It sounds like and. Um, tell us something about you we don't know. Uh, you know, interesting fact maybe. Okay, so yeah, so an interesting fact. Um, I would say, uh, so like I'm, I've never been tested, but just from taking tests online, the, the picture tests online, I found that I think I am a little bit colorblind. Hmm. So like I can't, can't quite make out certain differences between certain colors. Okay, interesting. And do you, which can you, uh, often it's kind of color pairs, right? So it's like green, brown, or... Um, things like, do you know what, what colors are hard for you to see or what colors people tell you it's hard for you to see perhaps? Yeah. I think it's honestly, uh, like just the whole spectrum is just like lower, like, Oh, okay. So like, it's not like, I don't see everything as vivid as everybody else. Okay. Now you don't have infrared vision or something like that. Do you, you can't see these. reds. Okay. (laughs) That would be cool. Okay. All right. Good to know. So a little colorblind. Interesting. All right. And, um, that's great. Okay, perfect. All right, so that's a little profile of Aiden. Um, and Aiden, what what year are you at OU? I think I missed this. Is this uh, yeah, I'm a, I'm a senior. Yeah, senior. Okay, I'll graduate. I'll graduate this spring. Literally. Oh my goodness. Okay, so wrap <laughs> wrapping it up. Exciting, exciting. Okay, well, Aiden, we're excited to hear your 180 story. Tell us uh, what was what was life like before Christ. Kind of give us the background. Yeah. Okay. So um, 
I grew up in a Christian home. Um, we attended church consistently. Uh, we did the, uh, you pray before your meals, you go to church, um, all that kind of stuff. Um, and I remember my first experience with Jesus was during a church service. I, I had just graduated from the children's church um, and it started sitting in on the adults church. <laughs> uh, I remember sitting in the pew and it came time for the altar call. Um, my mom reached over and said, hey, your older brother um, is going to get saved. Um, and then she asked, like, hey, do you, want, do you want to get saved as well? And I was like, just being the adventurous nine-year-old I was, I was like, yeah, I want to get saved. Let's go. <laughs> um, and so I went forward and I prayed a prayer, and that was it. Like, I remember thinking, all right, cool, I'm going to heaven. Um, and then months passed, and the excitement kind of died down. And I remember during that time, um, just holding on to that moment, that one prayer that I had, as if, as if it were my, I guess, ticket to heaven. Mm. Um, but I also remember thinking, is this really all there is to being saved? Mm. Like, I don't feel any different. I don't feel like I'm acting any different. I just feel the same. Um, but we continued to um, attend church, went to Sunday school, VBS, uh, basically any, any event our church held, we, went, we, were, we were there. Um, and our family continued going to church um, just consistently. Almost every Sunday, I think there were several years where we literally attended every Sunday for church. Um, which was kind of as cool as a kid, it was kind of cool. It was like, yeah, I go to church every day, every Sunday this um, year, mm. but, uh, we continued doing that. Um, and then it was, it was about my 13th birthday. That was when, that was when life really kind of started to hit me hard. <laughs> like it just, it really just started to hit home. Um, like as a kid, um, I played sports all the way through. Like I was, I was big into sports, um, uh, uh, baseball, flag football, soccer, any kind of sport you could do, I was, I was wanting to do it. Um, and a big reason for that was not only did I love playing them, but my dad and my uncles, they all played sports all the way through four, uh, four year letterman at the high school. And <laughs> it was just like, it was one of those things It was a dream of mine to be just like them, just mm -hmm. like my dad. But once I reached high school, um, I was no longer, I was no longer able to play sports, uh, due to us being homeschooled. Mm -hmm. um, and this, as a teenager, this really broke me because it was as if the world was saying, you're never going to be like your dad. Hmm. You're never going to amount up to your dad. And I really took that to heart and just began doing anything I could to, to be able to play. I know I remember in my free time, I would go down in our front yard and just practice, like grab a football, go mm -hmm. throw it, set it up, kick it, do drills, run anything I could. And I remember thinking, if I'm good enough, they'll have to let me play. Hmm. And, and it, I just held on to that. But then summers passed, and so did my junior year of high school. Um, and then going into my senior year, I was, I was just I was devastated. Hmm. We, we consistently attended Friday night football games, but they were just they were unbearable. And hmm. then, then coupling that with my parents' uh, failing relationship, it was just so much, so much upset and so much grief. It was just, it really hit me hard as a high schooler. Hmm. And um, continued this way throughout my senior year of high school. I ended up graduating that summer. And that's when the depression really hit, set in. Um, I remember just, it was a dark time. I remember several times crying in bed crying myself to sleep 
<laughs> thinking I'm such a failure. Uh-huh. And uh, by December, I just I, I had enough. And one night I wrote a letter and the next morning planned to take my life. Hmm. Um, I remember sitting um, alone out in the woods, gun hunting, crying, praying to God, just telling him I'm sorry. Just saying, God, I'm sorry. I don't. I have nothing left to hope for. I didn't end up taking my life that day. I actually fell asleep crying. But mm. um, but after that day, I just. I began just living for myself. Um, bitterness and anger really set in. Mm. And I remember thinking, if I'm going to be here, I'm going to live for myself. I'm, I don't care. I don't care who I hurt, because I've been hurt enough, hmm. and I'm just going to live for myself. Wow, um, Aiden, thanks for thanks for sharing that. I mean that. Um, I mean, even as I, as I hear you share that, I mean, I think about what a what a formative season of life those years are. You know, junior high, high school, you talked about, you know, starting on your 13th birthday, things getting more difficult, you know, from there. Um, uh, but thinking about how hard that must have been, the, the, what I'm hearing you say, you know, the feelings of failure, um, feeling excluded or kind of left out or um, in some ways figuratively and literally on the sidelines of what you kind of wished you were doing. Um, but then it sounds like a lot of, you know, a lot of things at home too just felt like it was a hard place to be. Am I hearing that right? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Oh man. Um, yeah. What a, what a challenging place to be, and um, and it's this uh, the thing I appreciate about your honesty, Aiden, is it's this reminder that for all of us, you know, who you know, maybe you know go to church on Sunday. Uh, are there, we worship, we look around, um, and, and they're in the pews, they're in, uh, you know, in a service where we're worshiping God together. There are people who are really, really hurting, uh, and people where, um, where family uh, feels really hard, where um, there's lots of pain in people's internal worlds. They might be smiling on the outside, they might be singing on the outside, but the internal world may not be at peace. Um, and so I appreciate your honesty in sharing that, um, pick up from there for us. Tell us what, what led to transformation? This is your 180 story. So, I mean, how did, how did 180 begin to happen? Tell me about that. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, I ended, I ended up living this way for a year, just being selfish, living for myself. But then one night I remember, remember sitting at my desk and I looked over and sitting at my desk was my Bible. Um, I looked at it and scoffed. I was just like, yeah, look at all the pain it's brought me. And I ended up, I I grabbed the Bible and started flipping through the pages, not looking for any passage in particular, just flipping through the pages. (laughs) And I remember it was almost as if God was, he grabbed my heart and he said, how can you expect me to forgive you if you don't forgive others? And it, that that 
just it broke me down like once again mm -hmm. i was broke and sure. god really called me out on my sin <laughs> um, and it was as if that ticket that i was holding on to to get to heaven mm -hmm. was just like worthless and mm. i immediately began to pray and i immediately confessed so many sins that i've committed to god or committed against god i confessed those to him and i and i prayed I prayed that night and said god i want you to take my life and make it your own hmm. take my life transform it change me and it was i remember crying on the floor i was down on the floor on my knees mm -hmm. crying and i remember after i prayed that it was like just a brick load of um, a load of bricks was off my shoulders it was yeah. just like wow that's incredible so they're in that moment kind of experiencing the grace of god and i think um you know coming back to the beginning of your story too um i think about this often because so many uh students involved with our ministry so many adults i know i mean um people who when they were very young said a prayer um, but here, but what's fascinating, um, I think, uh, you know, we can all be guilty of this at different points, but realizing a prayer is not what actually saves us and it's not what actually transforms our lives, right? The Bible tells us it's, it's the faith that comes through that and the grace that we receive uh, through that, you know, by that faith that transforms us and changes us. And so it, it's interesting. It sounds like when you were young, you said a prayer but then there was this moment where God led you to look at your Bible, to open it up, and you experienced tangibly the faith uh, by grace in that moment that transformed your life. You know, and so it's um, it, it's uh, it doesn't mean that what happened when you were a child had no meaning. But what I hear you saying is that well, you know, that was the moment that the grace of God became real to me in a way that. Yeah was transformative and brought about change in your life. So, um, so what happened then? Uh, what is, what did transformation look like? How did that then affect your life thereafter? Yeah. So, uh, since then God has, he has just blessed me abundantly. Um, he removed all the hate and anger and bitterness from mm -hmm. my heart and he replaced it with love. Like I can literally look at people that I once hated and I can, just walk right up to him and give him a hug and say, I love you. <laughs> and it's, and I, it just amazes me how God can change our lives. Like mm -hmm. I listened to, I've listened to several of these 180 podcasts and it's just, it amazes me the power of God and how he can change our lives. Mm -hmm. And it's, he literally turns our life around. And like we like to call it here at OU, a full 180. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, and I'm sure so many of our listeners can relate to, um, yeah, I don't want to cut you off there, but I'm sure so many of our listeners can relate to the, um, that, that need to let go of hate or having people in our lives that, um, you know, uh, for whatever reason, we've been unable to let go of that frustration or anger or bitterness you described, um, but it's but your experience of the grace of God allowed you to do that and replace that with love, and that's an incredible thing. Uh, that's an incredible thing that I think people want. You know, um, sometimes we don't realize the extent to which, um, uh, you know, we we let other people occupy way too much uh, <laughs> in our own internal worlds that we you know we're preoccupied with hating someone, being bitter toward them, and we can't let it go. But 
Um, there's something transformative about the gospel that just as God has forgiven us, we're then empowered to forgive other people. As uh, we've experienced his love, we're then able to turn around and love others, even when before it might have seemed impossible. Yep. And I think of, I think just looking back at my life, I just think of um, Ephesians 2 where Paul writes, you were dead in your trespasses and sins mm -hmm. in which you walked according to the course of this world. Mm -hmm. And then he goes later on in the chapter saying, but God, mm -hmm. being rich in mercy because of his great love for us, even when we were dead in sin, made us alive together in Christ. Mm -hmm. And it's that changing power of the gospel that's just like, it's taken over my life and I've seen it take over so many other people's lives that it's just amazing. That's awesome. That's incredible. Um, Aiden, I'm really moved by your story, bro. I, uh, I love hearing this and I think... Um, the other thing that's significant about it, too, I think, is uh, often people think, well, if you grew up, go, you know, um, there, there are plenty of students involved in our ministry that they came to Christ in, in college and they had no knowledge of the gospel before that. And they have some jealousy toward the person who grew up in church and, um, you know, uh, grew up with a Christian background and maybe was exposed to the Bible and the truth of the gospel at a young age. Um, but that that doesn't guarantee everything is okay, right? Sometimes we're, we're always tempted to look at someone else's story um, and wish it was our own. But it's this reminder that e even in that even in that rich spiritual environment and heritage, and um, that uh, God still has to do something to our hearts. He still needs, to, you know, the gospel still is what transforms us. It's not being in church. It's not being, uh, you know, it's not singing songs. It's not doing it's. It's actually the, you know, I think about Romans 1, 16 and 17, where, you know, Paul says, for I'm not ashamed of the gospel, for it's the power of God unto salvation for those who believe, first for the Jew and then for the Gentile. And he talks about the way that um, the gospel is power in our lives. And I, I think the thing I love about your story, bro, is so clear how the gospel was power, that it changed your life, yes. um, that you, you know, you had an encounter with God that transformed your life 180 degrees. So really appreciate you sharing um, and um, grateful for the honesty. Someone's at front door. <laughs> grateful for the honesty of your um, uh, story and your willingness to share it with us on the podcast. And even as um, somebody's ringing my doorbell and mowing my lawn and all of that, I'm sorry for the distraction, but I'm, I'm grateful to get to hear your story here. So Thanks for taking time to prepare it. Thanks for sharing it with us. And it's a pleasure to have you on the podcast. Yeah, for sure. I'm just thankful to be able to share it. Thanks, Aiden. Thanks to our listeners for tuning into this episode of the 180 Podcast, a production of Crew in Southeast Ohio. If you enjoyed this episode, please give it a like, a share, or leave an encouraging comment, and that will go a long way toward helping others hear about the podcast. The podcast isn't the only thing that we do. Whether you're a student living on campus or if you're still at home studying virtually, we'd encourage you to check us out on social media to hear more about what's going on. You can follow us on Instagram at crew at OU, or to learn more about who we are and what we do, head over to our website, crew at OU.org. We'd encourage you if you visit the site to complete our involvement form to get more connected to all the things that are happening. Thanks for joining us. We look forward to seeing you next Thursday for another episode of the 180 Podcast.